Hello, hello, I'm Molly Kendrick. This is another episode of Can I Peel You for a Sec, where Bachelor Nation meets skincare. I'm going to recap episode three of The Bachelorette season 17. But first, I want to tell you about who threw shade at Claire Crawley that absolutely shocked me. And an announcement coming soon for The Bachelor. This is something I never would have thought I would ever see in a million years. It is so dramatic, so petty, and because it's petty, I am living for it. Oh my God. Okay, so Juan Pablo's daughter, Camila, threw some serious shade at Claire Crawley on TikTok, and I got to talk about this. I'm surprised it has not gone viral at this point. It's gotten like an okay amount of views and likes, but not as many as I think it deserves because I'm just honestly like shocked that she posted this. Camila is around 12 years old now. She used the audio from her dad's breakup with Claire on The Bachelor to recreate the scene with her dad. She plays the role of Claire, basically lip syncs what Claire is saying, and then the camera cuts to Juan Pablo every time he says, okay, the audio. So Juan Pablo is in this video as well. It is, like I said, so dramatic and so, so, so petty. I will say that this was clearly a really difficult and not so fun situation for Claire that she was in when she was telling off Juan Pablo on TV. But wow, I can't believe Camila. I I can't believe she's actually seen it at this point. I wonder if she has watched the entire season or if she's just seen bits and pieces of it. Like, I want to hear what else she has to say. Obviously, she's going to side with her dad and she's probably not a fan of Claire. But oh, my God, this video is wow. Wow, wow, wow. I got a kick out of it. So if you want to watch it, you can find it in my blog at endonline.com. I also saw Mike Fleiss tweet something pretty interesting last week. And I have so many questions about it. Mostly, what is this about? Because I just want to know what it is. So last Thursday, he tweeted that there was a major announcement coming soon. Hashtag The Bachelor. We have not seen that hashtag in a while. So I'm thinking the announcement is about The Bachelor, not The Bachelorette or Bachelor in Paradise. As of right now, I know that they're currently casting for the next season of The Bachelor. However, it has not been renewed by ABC yet. I do believe that it is going to happen. It just hasn't been renewed yet. So I don't know if their announcement has to do with a renewal or maybe they'll announce a lead soon or an air date. Who knows? It just kind of seems premature for any of that, though, because we still have Bachelor in Paradise. We still don't have a confirmed list of who is actually going to be there. The Bachelorette is after that with Michelle Young. So we still have a lot to learn about that as well. So it just seems weird that there would be any sort of announcement about The Bachelor. But if it is about The Bachelor, it probably is pretty major. Or maybe different in some way. I have no idea. Absolutely no idea. But it's coming from Mike Fleiss. And I can't believe no one else is talking about this. I don't know. There's something going on. And I can't wait to find out what it is. And I hope it actually is major and not just a tease. So here's where I'm going to get into a recap of episode three of The Bachelorette 17. So if you haven't watched it yet, go watch it and then come back, pick up with this podcast to hear my thoughts, unless you're fine with spoilers for now. This was such a good episode. Okay, even waking up the next day, I just felt this sense of completion. I just feel really at peace with everything that went down in the episode, even though the subject matter was very heavy and not 
happy at all. I just really appreciate that there was substance in depth to this episode. So I just I felt really good about that, that it wasn't all 100 percent drama like we actually learned something about the cast and it was meaningful. I loved the group date that Nick Vial hosted. I thought it was great that the guys felt comfortable opening up. Uh, those were some really serious revelations that they were opening up about. So I was pretty impressed. Uh, not expecting Connor the cat to say that he's cheated before. So I was kind of shocked by that. I guess anyone can cheat, but I was I just wasn't expecting that from Connor the cat. I love that Katie brought awareness to the issue of sexual assault by telling her story. It's a super important topic that just isn't really addressed on the show, at least not in that way, but it's something that a lot of people can relate to. And so I really appreciate her opening up not only to the guys, but all of us watching at home. I'm also shocked by all of this drama with Thomas. Thomas admitted at the very least that he'd walk away from the show with a platform if he didn't find love with Katie. And I understand where he's coming from with this. Uh, They obviously edited a little bit and kind of cut down and showed only like bits and pieces of what he was saying, but it did not come off good. (laughs) This is not a good look for Thomas. And I, he's not going to be able to recover from this. I think he's such an idiot for saying it the way that he did. And I know that everyone was opening up and being honest, but he could have put a filter on that. I think that all the guys probably walked into this experience thinking the same thing. They're just not going to admit it. And I do believe that most of them are there for the right reasons. And they're hopeful that they'll find love with Katie. But the thought about being the next Bachelor has probably crossed their minds. Each and every one of them or gaining Instagram followers. They've thought about it. They've thought about the work opportunities they're going to get after the show and the attention they're going to get while it's on air. But they're not going to say that. And Thomas did. How dumb of him to do that. But I've also never thought of Thomas as lead material. I mean, he's gotten like some screen time, some attention from Katie over the past few weeks. You can tell that she's into him. But we haven't seen too much from him, so I just never really thought of him as lead material, to be honest, and I obviously still don't. But to be honest, out of all these guys, I'm not even sure who they would choose as a lead or if the next Bachelor is even going to be from this group of guys at all. They've got so many people to choose from, even from Claire and Tasha's season or maybe Michelle's season, depending on when they make the announcement. I I don't know what what they're going to do. Uh, But there's so many options. But I just never thought of Thomas as a future Bachelor lead. So, dude, shut your mouth. (laughs) Put a filter on it. Uh, But good for Hunter for calling him out, though. I was so proud of Hunter. I'm loving him. He is quickly becoming a leader in the house, which is really cool to see. That one-on-one date with Michael A. Oh, my goodness. This date was perfect. You can tell that they have a really good connection. There's the chemistry, and they clearly like each other. Very impressed that Michael was able to open up to Katie about his past and his wife, Laura, and her battle with cancer. I thought that Katie handled all of that very, very well, and she was very supportive. Really, really loved this day. I love their connection. I cannot wait to see how the rest of their relationship plays out if they end up together. I'm not sure. I still think she's going to end up with Blake Moynes, and it looks like he's going to show up next week. Oh, gosh. 
watch. They're just gonna they're gonna wait until the very last minute to bring Blake on. Probably that's okay. We'll get to see what happens with Blake at some point. I've said this before. I'll say it again. I'm loving this season. I love that it's fresh. I love Caitlin and Tasha as hosts. Katie's doing a great job. And every week, I just really look forward to watching another episode. I'm absolutely a fan of this season. So I've noticed a skincare trend recently that I'm totally a fan of. And it's kind of weird, but it's like frozen skincare, popsicles, ice cubes for your face that have skincare ingredients in them. I've come across several of these products. So I think that this is just emerging as a trend and it may catch on at some point, but I'm starting to see this come up and I love that it's here in time for summer. These kits basically have skincare ingredients in them. You freeze them and then you have like popsicles or ice cubes that you use on your face. So the temperature can de-puff your swollen under eye bags or whatever the case may be. And then the ingredients help clear your skin, brighten your skin, whatever it is. And they serve as a mask for your skin, but it's in popsicle form. And I love this. I don't know that I would pay how much these companies are asking for these things. I think it's just very, very trendy. You could probably come up with your own thing at home, maybe freeze some cucumber water in ice cube trays and try that to depuff your face. But I love this idea, especially for Sacramento. It's so hot in the summertime. And also allergies are always insane. So I could always use some ice cubes on my face. I don't even do that already. Maybe I should try ice cubes to start and see how that goes for me. Well, that's it for me this week. Another episode of Can I Peel You for a Sec where Bachelor Nation meets skincare. I'm Molly Kendrick and I'll see you next week for a recap of the bachelorette episode four but in the meantime let's connect on instagram at molly on air that's molly with an ie i'll see you next week